Welcome, Sojourners. You have found yourself a cozy place at Sojourners Awake. I'm Jonathan, and this is our production of The Fairy and the Free. In the most recent episode, the Sojourners have found themselves attempting a break-in in one of the bookend's homes. And this is the apartment of none other than Vaughn, the monk from The Bookish and the Brave. Triina is determined to drop off her little plant child in the safety and care of Vaughn as she prepares to go out for a new adventure in Sky World. And only the utmost measure of security stands between her and success. Before you listen to this episode, it might be a good idea to revisit The Bookish and the Brave, Episode 3, Onward to Baldtop Library. And there you will find the first interchange between the player character Vaughn and Triina. The encounter became so memorable, we decided to make an entire campaign built off this one person, the fairy and the free. And so for now, our story continues. And you know, my secret mission takes me beyond that door. Are you able to let us in? I have the key. Oh good. Vaughn's really gonna need what I'm leaving for him. It's important okay. for his next mission. Alright. Okay. So irony goes to unlock the door. And without any incident, it opens and then it clicks shut. And he goes, Well, that's strange. What happened? You know, you have proficiency with these tools, do you not? Yes. You could hear that there is a second lock that has been hardwired into the door. Oh and he just God. like, he's got the keys, like he embarrassingly looks back at you, Samoon and Birdie, and hey, this is supposed to work. I, I can, and he's turning the door. I, it's, it's, I can turn the door. It should open. Shaking oh, the door back it's... and forth. And you realize he's making a scene and he quickly puts the car key away. I don't know, something's wrong with the door. It's should... okay, honey. I think Vaughn is just a little extra paranoid. Here, uh, if you look away, I can take care of this. Okay, right, it's I will. Secret agent stuff. What should I do? Look away. Uh... He looks at you, Birdie, just stares into your face. I can punch you in the face and knock you out, and then you could just say you were attacked. <laughs> Why? That way you have an excuse so you don't get in trouble, you know? I'm gonna get in trouble? I thought- He's getting in trouble! I mean, no, you'll not get in trouble. What we're doing is perfectly safe and good and we're just on a mission. You know, where I come from, all of the guards, they stand at like confident attention. So perhaps if you stand at confident attention, everybody will perceive that we are supposed to be here. How does that sound? I, I'm a guard now. Okay. He's I believe in you, attention. and your country believes in you. Pretend to be a bookend, okay? Oh. Even better. He looks okay. at you, Trina, very So we're nobody, nobody, you don't need me to punch somebody? No, but you can talk okay. to him very nicely. Oh, well, I'm always nice. Why well, no? Ber- Birdie, he has not stopped just staring at you. He's just holding guard, not looking any particular direction, just has not stopped looking at you. Trina, 
I would like to try to pick the locks. All right, make an attempt. So I add sleight of hand proficiency. Correct. So 14 plus eight is 22. Yep, you're going for an 18. Describe in detail. You feel that door that is open now, thanks to Irony's key card. (laughs) So I just take my two little, uh, my little twig thieves tools that I fashioned myself and I just jimmy it in there and I'm muttering to myself. Um, actually, before I did that, I took the little tree that was in my hand. I looked at Simone and I shoved it in his hand and I say, if anything happens to this, I will kill you. And then I go back to merrily <laughs> picking the lock. Um, and once it clicks open, I quickly snatch the little tree back and hopefully the door swings open. It swings open as if it's welcoming you into the room. And each of you can see that the room is very simply organized. There are minimal decorations, if any, on the wall. A bed, a desk, a a lavatory, and another desk. Who steps inside? I step inside. Okay. Anybody else? Or do you stay outside? Oh, yeah, I'll I'll come in behind her. Simoon's inside. Bertie? I'm hanging out outside with um, okay. his name. Okay. I think he's kind of flirting with me, so I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> me too. He's he's just staring at you, trying not to look at the people breaking into the bookend's house. <laughs> and the door begins to shut, or do you keep it open? No, I'm going to shut the door behind me and then kind of look startled when I see that Saboon came in with me. What are you doing in here? This is a nice room. It is very cozy in here. I wonder if I could be a bookend. Oh, honey. I don't, know. I don't want to be set, set into one place. I want to be able to freely go about myself. You've got so much more potential than a bookend. <gasps> oh, you know these bookends? Well, no, 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 no. These bookends. Well... This bookend is very special. She kind of looks a little far away and then shakes her head and comes out to it. She's like, no, it's, it's, well, I shouldn't have said that. It's not the bookend's fault that I'm here. I just kind of took it out on them. I think it is a noble profession, to be honest. I just, I'm just a little bitter about it right now. What, what do you mean that, that you are bitter about it? You seem to uh, know this in particular. Did they do something to you? Um, no, they, they didn't, they didn't do anything to me particularly. It's, oh, it's more something I did to them. And that's, well, let's just say that I wouldn't be here at Bald Top if it wasn't for these, this particular bookend and his friends. It sort of shaped my destiny in a way I wasn't expecting. Does that plant have something to do with this? (laughs) Oh, you noticed. Um, I mean, you threatened me if I hurt it. I I think I noticed that pretty well. Can... Can you keep a secret? Maybe. If you don't keep the secret, she and I will both die. Oh, that is very bad. But what is the secret? But you don't have to tell me if you do not want to. I do not want to burden you anymore, but... I will listen if you want. 
She'll gesture you over. Um, she'll set the little bonsai tree on the desk. And then she'll just kind of start in a little sing-song voice, just saying, Aramente, Aramente. A little glowing form, the tree will start to glow, and a little form will come out. And uh, I'd say probably a toddler at this point, a little girl um, appears. Uh, and she just looks up at you and great with great big eyes. Um, she's not quite solid yet. So this is my daughter. And it's not safe for her to be with me right now. She is so adorable. Look at the little... Wait, she's a tree, but a person that's like me as a genasi and a human. That's so nice. It's definitely Wait. not something like that at all. But yeah, sure. Um, well, she's not finished forming yet. So right now, well, you know, the little girl just kind of smiles, does little toddler things. She's like, she's, she can't be separated from her tree yet, but I'm hoping she'll grow out of it. But right now, if, uh, well, if that woman that did this to me, she touches her face, finds out about her, she'll kill us both. So I'm leaving her here um, with her father so that he can take care of her. <gasps> but here's the thing. He doesn't know. And he also might kill me if he finds out. So we're going to hope that he's a really nice person. Samoon, when she says that, you now see that on one side of the wall, there's this very ornate decoration of finely crafted weapons. These are not particular signature weapons, only extra weapons that seem to be used for some sort of practice and defense. Sighs and katanas, bow staffs, nunchucks, throwing stars decorate the wall and cluttered a little bit too as there's some that are stuffed near a drawer and a table near a hastily stacked pile of books and papers. Okay. So, all right. Go back, little one, and the little fairy child goes back into her tree. Um, I just want her to be free. And she's not going to become free with me right now. So do you see? I guess I can just leave it here on the desk. Um, is there any evidence that it looks like he's packing to leave soon? Or has he already left? I meant to ask you this question. There is no evidence that Vaughn is in any haste to get to out. Go anywhere? Everything looks very routine. Okay. Um, and the question does come to your mind now that you have brought your daughter here, this little bonsai tree, where would you leave it? Well, if I have no evidence to support that um, Vaughn is doing anything but going to come home tonight, I would leave it on the desk um, and I would write a note. The note would say, in proper tree in a fashion, if the queen of air and darkness finds her, she'll kill you. If the queen of air or darkness finds out you sired her, she'll kill you. 
If you let anything happen to her, I will find you and I will kill you. Take care of her. Her name is Aramente. And then just like a little heart and like a quick sketch of a tree, like Asian style rice paper tree. And I'm just going to leave it right there. Okay. He'll probably, he'll know what to do. He seemed like a really good person. I probably shouldn't have tricked him the way I did. So wait, you tell me this. You, okay, so clearly that lady that we saw who slapped you very, very hard is is very bad, and we do not want to mess with her as of right now. But you are leaving this precious child with this book end because you have relationship with him. <laughs> um. But he's trying to kill you. No, no, it's. <sighs> I don't really have a relationship with him. We sort of just met once. He, I might have used a little extra charm to charm him. Uh, it was a long time ago. Things have changed so much since then. I don't think he actually wants to kill me, but he might not be happy when he finds out that the kiss was more than a kiss. It'll be fine. Well, I will say I am glad that I did not kiss you then if there was going to be a tree baby and the whole process. Honey. You do not need a tree baby at the moment. No, oh, th- no, no. I don't make tree babies that way anymore. That's when I was a dryad. Things are different now. Wait, you are a dryad? <sighs> this is going to be a long story. Let's get out of here. <laughs> okay. Irony is just staring at you and someone walks by. He says, Birdie! Birdie, someone is walking by. What do we do? Birdie just grabs him and just kisses him because it seems like that's what he wants. One of the guard, the, one of the witnesses walk by. They're carrying a pile of books and they just kind of cock an eye towards Birdie and and Irony. And uh, one of the witnesses says, "Hey, go, Irony!" Irony pushes back and says, "Someone saw us, Birdie. What?" We- what were you thinking? Someone just saw me. They... That's okay. They just, I mean, they think you're just kind of getting some action. I don't know. I mean, I mean, there's, I mean, it could be worse, right? Uh, no, it could not be worse. Uh, I think this has gone on too far. We need to get them out of there. They've been in too long. He puts his key in the door and you hear a clicking sound. Birdie, Birdie, you watch as Irony drops to the floor, gets a jolt of electricity through his body, stiffens, and then falls flat on his back. I hope that wasn't my kiss. I hope that was a trap. You see there are remnants of electricity crackling on the doorknob. At that moment, Samoon, Trina, you hear the door crackle with electricity. What is that? And then you hear a small bark underneath the bed. The bed begins to shake. I snatch up the little tree and hold it to my chest. A dog rushes out from underneath the bed. It rattles and shakes 
hissing out a mechanical woof woof. Its teeth extend beyond its jaw while attached to a chain and clamps on one of your legs. The monster! What is this thing? I've never seen this thing get away from me! Simone, since you spoke up, does a 19 hit you? Uh, yes. <laughs> 11 points of damage. Clamps onto your leg and just the sheer pain of hitting you in the leg. And as it bites on you, it tries to retract and pull you prone. So please make a strength saving throw. That's an at one. You fall flat on your butt and it drags you slowly, just it plants its feet on the ground and its jaws now extended upon this chain just slowly draws you back to its mechanical form. Your back it is eating me! It is eating me! <laughs> Birdie, you now hear this, so everyone roll initiative. Oh my gracious. I really hope that you asked uh, Vaughn's player how he would guard his room. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> that was fun. No, this is wonderful. This is the fan fiction I've been waiting for. dog has already taken its turn. Um, with the door crackling with electricity, it seems like a third lock has been emergency activated ever since that door shut closed. Gotcha. Deceiving you into welcoming, welcoming the trespasser into the room. Birdie, you're next in the initiative and with uh, irony, unconscious on the floor, the electrical door locked shut, trapping Samoon and Traina inside of one of the bookends apartments. How do you proceed? Is there anything around that is sort of loose and heavy? Like, Yeah, there is a nearby student who's been studying on a small uh, mobile desk and they're, they've got their quill just staring at you with wide eyes. Very young student. But yes, there is a small desk and chair. Is, what's the door made out of? Stained wood and electricity. Bertie's going to rage. Okay. She hears Simone. She's going to rage. And she is going to punch the door. With her bare fists? Yeah. yeah. 15 to hit. And I'm raging. 17. You do. So I, I do hit it. Five points of damage. Five points of damage. It's not enough, but you kind of hit the door really hard and you feel the hinges jolt. It still stands there before you defiantly, and I need you to make a constitution saving throw against this electrical shock. Okay, constitution <laughs> is 23. How about, okay, great. You take three points of electrical damage as you were able to withstand most of the energy, but you can feel it's pretty hot. Mm. You can see why it knocked irony out so quickly and coldly. Poor irony. Yeah. <laughs> Elden, irony. You know, just... you know, no one's gonna hang out with us after this. <laughs> Boom, Trina. Simone, you hear a door smack, or you hear a sound smack against the door on the other side. And Trina, it is your turn. 
um, in sheer panic when this dog clamped down onto this moon and started dragging him back. I'm just gonna be like, let him go! And point my hand and cast Magic Missile all three bolts at uh, the mechanical dog. Okay. Which is 1d4 plus 1, 4, 4, and 4 damage. Wow. So, yeah. Force damage. That's, That's 12 a lot. Damn it, yeah. Uh, the dog just... The bolts hit the dog from different sides and it blasts off most of its fur. And you can see inside its mechanical skeleton. It shakes and shatters, stops for a minute, and the teeth are still clamped onto your leg, Samoon. And it stays still. Samoon, or Trina, anything else? No, that'll be all. Samoon, it is your turn. I'm prone. Yes, or supine, you're supine on your back. Gotcha. Uh, that was a good hit, Trina. I could use a little bit more help here. This thing is not a dog, but it is a dog and I don't know what is happening. Uh, and then I'm just gonna like try, I guess I'm gonna try and pry its jaws open. I'm mm-hmm. just gonna put my hands in and just pull with as much strength as I can muster. Uh, that will be a strength check. You could do an athletics check. Um, it's gonna be a 15 to unpry it. Athletics check. So I rolled a 17 plus four, so 21. You can feel that it's clamped jaws. We're gonna continue to just press and depress deeper into your skin, (laughs) but you're able to get your fingers underneath the right grooves and painfully pull it apart. You feel the instant rush as the the grip, the sharper grip leaves your legs and the, um, the teeth retract immediately into the dog. And you hear hear it begin to whir back to life. I'm going to scramble to my feet. And am I close to the bed? Yes. I'm going to jump onto the bed. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Smart. Top of the round, the dog begins to whir to life again. And Samoon, as you step on the bed, you see out the window there is now a white hawk with brown speckles and it stares at you menacingly so i need you to make a wisdom save gracious overkill much i'm not liking this library very much <laughs> well at least my baby will yeah, be safe i thought so i thought so oh my gosh i didn't think it'd be you that's a net one <laughs> i didn't think it would be you okay your gaze is drawn into this hawk and you feel as if it's surveying you. It blinks once mechanically, extends its arms and then flaps away towards the orange blossom gymnasium. It did not respond like some sort of beast. And you got the sense that your privacy was very much invaded just now. Nevertheless- Trina, I do not like this room. We need to get out of here. Nevertheless, as soon as you say that, you see that the window has been left unlatched. And there's a small breeze that's blowing through it. The dog begins to activate. Um, It looks to you and regenerates a little bit of energy. Traina, it goes for an attack against you. It's going to be a 13. Does not hit. The the teeth uh, extend and chomp right next to your ear. 
Oh my gosh. And then retracts back to the dog and it's just bouncing around looking for another victim, hopping alongside near the bed. It it manufactures some sort of sniff, 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 sniff. <laughs> Birdie, on the other side of the door, what do you do? Can I pick <laughs> the desk up and throw it at the door? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, I'm going to try it. I don't know how to roll for that, though. Uh, excuse me, I was using that. Pick up the desk. It's going to be, um, you're going to be attacking with a weapon, so... Uh, make an attack like you would be attacking with like a warhammer. Uh, 23. 11 points of damage. Almost. Uh, the hit, One of the hinges crack and the door starts to bar open. You can hear the door beginning to shift and jimmy from side to side on the other side of the door. But it still seems to be locked pretty well. Anything else, Birdie? No, my grandmother's spirit is sitting beside me in her rocking chair and she just refilled her pipe tobacco and she just blew a puff of smoke at me. (laughs) (laughs) Traina, what would you like to do on your turn? So, is it right in front of me? The dog? Yeah. Or just its teeth launched at me? With the teeth launched at you, like a, you know, five foot reach. So it's like, you know, five feet away from you. Okay. Um, is there something big and heavy? Oh, you said there was all those weapons on the wall, right? Yes. Is there something that looks like a mace or a club? Yeah, there are some nunchucks. Nunchucks. I don't know how to use nunchucks. <laughs> I wanted something like... to smash it with. <laughs> <laughs> you have a bow staff. There's a bow staff. Okay, yeah, so I'll do that. Um, so I'm going to be like, I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is overkill. And I'm going to set the tree back down. I want to dash over and grab that bow staff, and then I just want to be like, stop it, and try to whack it and smack it like a bug. Okay, go ahead and make your attack, going for a 15. I don't know if that I'm proficient with bow staff, but I did get a 19 for my roll. That's enough. Yeah, you smash it into bits. Um, Roll your damage. What's the damage on it? It's a a d8. Plus dexterity or plus strength? Strength. Oh, man. I got a 1. Minus two. <laughs> a one minus two. Yeah, I've got minus two to my strength. I did no damage. I whacked it with the staff and did nothing. <laughs> it just bounces nothing. It right just, off. It, it's like that feeling you get when you hit something really hard and you feel it rattle in your hands. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and on top of that, you grabbed someone's weapons. So you feel a small tinge of electrical energy surge through you and it comes through the door and kind of hits the bow staff and you hear like a whistling sound go off just high-pitched whistle and you see that there's a small little alarm that was hastily tacked on to the bow staff so that in the case that any weapon was withdrawn it would alert and you hear this whistle go off and i need to roll death saves for irony Okay. He's twitching, Birdie. Samoon, with the door electric, the door still humming with electricity, and that third lock guarding you from getting out, having been scried upon by this hawk, the dog still activated, and now a high pitched whistle alarm going off. 
How would you like to respond? Please Superman me out of this room. <laughs> well, I'm glad I didn't go for the weapons because that's what I was about to do. <laughs> um, and you said the alarm was on the ceiling? It's like as soon as you remove a weapon from the wall, there's like uh, a hastily, a hasty alarm spell that has just been cast. But she was able to use the weapon. Yes, absolutely. It's in her hands. Gotcha. Useless, pretty useless. <laughs> Hearing the alarm, um, I'm on the bed. I'm going to. How far away is the bed to the wall of weapons? Uh, you'd have to. I mean, it's a good 10 feet. Yeah, you can get off the bed or jump towards that side of the room. I'm going to leap towards that side of the room and just grab two short swords. Okay. Are there short swords on the wall? Absolutely, yep. I'm going to yes. grab two of them. I'm going to turn around to this beast of a machine. And I'm going to shout the words, Meus Estu! And then I'm going to do a double strike. So my Meus Estu is casting Hunter's Mark. Because cool. I want some... Uh, bonus action <laughs> awesome man. i have two weapon fighting so oh. <laughs> i'm gonna throw <laughs> well i have to hit first let's see um so 15. first weapon is a 17 without mod mm. second weapon is an eight plus my proficiency index so 12. Hmm. first one uh, hits so your sword slashes straight through this thing and takes its head clear off. It winds down a little bit and then just topples over to the side, stiff as if it were dead. And the head crashes into a pile of books, knocking over a half-drunk mug of ale, and it leaks out onto the floor. The room goes silent, save for the electrical energy at the door. Birdie. It is your turn. So the door is still electrified? Mm -hmm. Yep. But the door still stands before you, and irony is twitching a little bit. How does the door look? It's starting to look like the hinges are about to come off. You think you could probably knock it down if you hit it one more time. Okay. I'm just going to punch it. All right. Punch it. It's going to be a lot easier to hit if you want to take more damage. Yeah. I mean, I'll okay. take more damage. All right. 12. 12 to hit. Your grandma kind of blows that puff of smoke and says like, put your back into it. <laughs> and the door, you smash your hand through the door and take five electrical damage, discharging the entire locking mechanism. Birdie's hand smashes through the door, Samoon and Trina. The, the door goes back to its brown stain and her halfling hand goes straight through the door. No, I stick my hand through and I through the other side and I undo the doorknob and then open the door. As you open the door, it bonks against Irony's head and he starts to jolt up. He sits up for a little bit and puts his hand on his head. Oh, my head. My lips feel funny. How do you proceed? Hey guys, I'm here. Wait, you spilled the ale? You didn't save me any ale? 
Rina's just standing there with her like hands over her heart, just like <gasps> What is wrong with this man? Oh my gracious! <sighs> I am not liking this library very much. There are too many tricks around here. And that things bit my leg and then it went for the L after I killed it. I'm gonna write another note, like angrily write another note that just says, I'm not sorry about your dog. You're insane. Somebody could get hurt with like an angry face and just slam it down next to the little tree. And I'm just like, it'll be safe. She'll be safe. This is good. This is good. Safe. Let's get out of here. As you look around the room with the amount of traps and supervision, the word safe does come to your mind. (laughs) Very safe. (laughs) Irony sits up quickly and then writes himself before losing his balance. Oh my gosh, what happened? This, This is bad. Literally nothing happened. Everything is okay and we accomplished our secret mission. We should just get out of here. Okay. Uh, So we just leave it like it is, because this is a secret mission. Yes. He holds his head up. He said, oh, I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding. I need to go to the house of healing. I need to go to the house of healing. Uh, okay. Well, is there anything else you all want to see on this side of the wall in the library? If not, we can just... You know, you should make... The, deer, the door appears as though it has been untampered. Uh, I don't know how to do that. Does your... It's got a clean up thing. <laughs> not to work in that sense. You are able to clean off a table, let alone your clothes. You cannot make a, deer, a door appear as it's whole. No. I cannot... That I can clean things. I can make effects and I make little razzle dazzles. I can make a nice smell. I make it smell like flowers. But I cannot fix the door, unfortunately. I mean, there is kind of a musty smell in here. You can make it smell like flowers. Maybe that'll kind of be your calling card, just so he knows you're here. Just. No? I actually get a little bit of an evil smile, and I'm like, that is a good idea and i want to leave the smell of uh this coniferous forest the redwoods um with a little bit of that honey and wine from the mushrooms <laughs> i'd like to leave that scent everywhere especially like in his bed sheets and his pillow so it won't come out immediately oh my gosh <laughs> i think awful. that's fair so leaving this room, the bow staff on the ground, it looks like a two-year-old's been jumping on his bed. Smells of coniferous forests, honey and wine. The ale is spilled, though in the pile of books, one could hardly recognize that. There is a mechanical dog that is beheaded, lying lifeless or electricless on the ground in a fist hole punched the door with all three locks disabled. Literally nothing could have gone wrong. I think we're done here. (laughs) Irony with blood on his hands and head is all too quickly to escape Baldtop Library and get back to the House of Healing.
he urges you to follow him. And as you enter into the courtyard, Eldon walks sheepishly through the court of air, wrapped in a warm parka carrying a steaming mug of tea. He sees you and waves and smiles. He points to the tea and says, this is good. Hi. Eldon, it is good to see you again. He pauses, returns your greeting. Oh, yes, it, well, it's very good to be seen. How are you feeling? Oh, uh, warm. <laughs> uh, I have lots of questions, um, but I don't really want to think about it right now. I just assumed that I probably got mixed up in some kind of mission that you three were on. And uh, I'm just glad to be on my own two feet. He smiles candidly at you, Trina. Of course. How are you feeling? Oh, you just answered that question. I'm sorry. I'm a little distracted right now. Well, we're so happy to see you better and warm. Well, it's all part of the dangers of working here at Baltop Library. Even a priest can uh, fall prey to various wiles and threats. You know, I've noticed it is unusually dangerous here. Oh, nothing unusual about it. I'm just... I'm just glad you found what you needed. I was told to make sure to give you all three thanks for saving my life. Even though I think technically is because of you three that my life was also in danger, but It is you know, not my fault. She is very defensive. It wasn't my fault. Oh, he kind of just absentmindedly steeps his tea for a little bit. And well, I, no, I, I don't think it's your fault, Trina. I, well, um, hey, you know, on the plus side, that awful will went away, so now a new one can be written. Oh, I guess it did disappear, didn't it? Yeah, you know, no I've decided to move on. Um, my uncle and family and my father and all them, they they ran an inn, and I just, I just know I'm not going to be a part of it. But turns out it's not really much of anything anymore. That um, what you really want? I, I don't think so. I, I don't think I liked working there. Um, the hours were long. I didn't like being on my feet all the time. I like thinking about problems. I don't think I really like solving them. Um, that's how I became a priest. I left the inn. I came here. Oh, so in the end, it worked out. Just fine. Just a close shave with death, that's all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But hey, you said not... that's not unusual around here. No, it's not. Um, usually doesn't happen in the House of Healing, that's for sure. Oh, uh, speaking of, uh, can you look at our friend oh, here? Yeah, oh, hey, hey, Irony, let me take care of that for you. Eldon leads Irony away. Oh, well, that together... was nice to see him better. Well, what do you guys think? Now that we have put your tree in the death room. Um, yes, and... very much the death room. My well, leg hurts very bad. Well, you know, whatever takes us as far away from Baltop as possible might be what we need right about now. Kind of don't want to go. I'm kind of scared of the dark a little. And I don't know. I'd, I think I'd rather go to the sky place than the dark place. Well, I would love to go to the sky world. And after all, we were asked by a god. I mean, that's pretty important. Not that Mr. Crankshaft isn't important, but 
I mean, <laughs> a god of poetry. That still baffles I... my mind, to be honest. I'm going to come up with something and become a god. By that means too. I believe in you. Well, look at that. I have my first follower. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yes, you do. The sun sets outside. The festival of gears begins. You see light demonstrations of mechanical pets perform tricks to entertain the crowds. A construct of a dog plays fetch. A mechanical bird carries a message to someone in the audience with a ticket to a free meal at Baldtop Brewery. In mockery, a masked man attempts to assault a young woman. In defense, she sings a song and pieces of metal assemble into a hand crossbow landing in her palm. She pulls the weapon on him and in mockery, he relents. The crowd begins clapping in celebration of Gond, the god of craft. And with the possibilities of adventure laying before you, with the itch to travel and find your freedom. So for now, our story concludes. Every story comes to an ending. So for now, we must conclude. Thank you for listening, Sojourners. Your attention will not go unrewarded. And we look forward to continuing this adventure. If you enjoyed this background music and ambiance, you should visit Tabletop Audio. Find them at www.tabletopaudio.com and take the time to sojourn with us. For more articles of inspiration for playing your very own Dungeons & Dragons games, visit Sojourners Awake at www.sojournersawake.com. If you are interested, you can click on the link The Bookish and the Brave and discover the timeline of months and seasons in the world of Bonsarel. We would love to hear from you, so find us being inspirational either on Facebook or Instagram. And as always, Sojourner, may your story continue.